2: Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Rock and Roll Union Podcast. My name is C.T. McManuson. For the next little while, it is my, my job to take your mind off the craziness of the world out there, get it refocused in on some good old-fashioned rock and roll. we got a great show for you this evening. We're doing everything Halloween. This is a special edition, special night of the Rock and Roll Union Podcast. This way, you guys get the chance me as well with my family get to go out and enjoy the holiday any which way that you choose please i'm just asking all you guys be safe practice your social distancing and uh, let, let's make it a good one for the kids no matter what your plans are guys um wanted we have uh this evening kevin mercer a zillion dollar babies will be calling in as well as joseph uh bear with me for one sec guys sorry Joseph Donnelly from Sabra Cadabra will be calling in as well. So we got Alice Cooper and Ozzy Osbourne on the show this evening in retrospect. And uh, we're going to be talking everything Halloween. We're going to be talking our favorite Halloween soundtracks. We're going to be talking about horror movies, monster villains, anything that you could imagine. Our phone lines are open. It's 914-338-1885. 914-338-1885. And, uh, guys, I'm asking you that I wanted to give you a little bit of a heads up. Normally, if this is your first time listening to the show, normally uh, we are um, running live on Saturday evenings from 6 to 8. We changed over to tonight just to make time for the holiday, tomorrow, the Halloween holiday, for you guys, the kiddies, my family as well. And uh, also wanted to give you guys a big... Uh, Thank you for listening in, and a big shout-out to VOC Nation. Remember, any of the shows that you hear, if you want to go back and listen to them, we are available on Apple Podcasts. We're on Spotify. We're on all your favorite streaming devices, guys. Make sure you just look up VOC Nation, scroll through, and you'll find Rock & Roll Union. You can also Google Rock & Roll or search Rock & Roll Union on Spotify, and we'll come up that way as well. So, guys, we have a great show for you this evening. And, uh, one more thing that I wanted to touch base with you guys on starting tomorrow, we're going to be starting our, or not tomorrow, Sunday, starting Sunday, we are starting our toy drive, our rock and roll union, 2020 toy drive. We have a few bands that are involved in on this. If you're listening in and you'd like to be part of it, message me, let me know when we're not on the show. Um, We have the bands Blackleg Miner out of Baltimore. They'll be collecting toys for us. Shades of Grey will be collecting toys for us. Um, As We Become Ghosts and October Black, all those bands will be collecting toys for us. You can see any of those bands. Go to their websites. Go to their pages. And Guys, we're going to be collecting straight up to December 5th, and we're going to have a big kickoff bash on december 5th we're going to come around to all those places and collect the toys and all the proceeds go to the salem county division of family services these are a lot of the guys that are hit a lot of the kids that are hit the hardest in the south jersey area in new jersey in general these are kids that are victims of drug abused households of uh, violent abuse uh, kids that are homeless so A lot of good stuff that's going to be going on For them as well So we're we're going to take a quick We're going to go ahead and get our show Kicking man I am so excited for this evening Really excited to talk to these guys man And uh, Really really waiting So we're going to kick this off When we get back We're going to listen to a song And then we're going to take a quick commercial break When we get back we're going to be doing our Welcoming our guests, but in honor of my brother, Joseph Donnelly, thank you so much for being here this evening. Here is Mr. Crowley.
1: Hey, this is a Total
3: Package, Lex Luger, you're listening to the VOC Nation, don't miss out.
4: Check out In The Room, every Tuesday night at 9, listen in. Pro Wrestling Illustrated's Brady Hicks, former WCW star, Stroh Maestro, Kazzy Fist, Matt Grimm.
2: And you and know, Ray there too, right Way? We
4: sure are, and we've got great guests, like Lex Luger, AJ Styles, Taku, and more. It's a heck of a party. What? I didn't get thrown off uh, buildings.
0: And
5: then <laughs> an uh,
4: the I didn't get pregnant either. Sometimes I think it gets so ridiculous.
2: We were getting into, like, snuff film territory there.
4: In the room.
2: 9 p.m. Eastern on VOC Nation.
3: Wrestling with History, the voice of choice, and Killer can
5: rest.
6: Iraqi War.
0: Everybody loves Granny. Wow. Yeah. See, a lot of people don't know that. Yes.
3: There you guys are busting me
5: up. Catch Wrestling with History with Ken Resnick and I live on voc dot Wednesday nights at nine thirty Eastern Time, or listen to the podcast by searching Voc Nation Radio Network on your favorite podcast app.
4: Yo, this is Jerry of the nasty boys. Yeah, Brian Knobs nah, here, you get ready to get nasty.
3: Well, listen to the VOC Nation, baby, cause it's about to get nasty all around. And up on his mother. Get ready. Nasty sensation is coming at you. The worldwide leader in entertainment. This is the VOC Nation Radio Network.
2: Welcome back to the Rock and Roll Union podcast guys. Thank you so much once again for joining us on this special Mischief Night edition of the Rock and Roll Union podcast. Remember, if you miss any of our shows or you want to go back and listen to any of the past podcasts, make sure you do so on Apple, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Spotify or any of your favorite digital formats, guys. We are there and really thank you for listening. It is my pleasure this evening to welcome right now we have my brother Joseph Donnelly on the line and I want to say a big thank you uh Joe for being with us tonight and uh man uh we're we're waiting for Kevin to get with us he'll be here momentarily but uh Joe you're you're the singer of Sabra Cadabra how long you been doing it
6: Yes sir you you copying me I got you brother alrighty. Uh, we've been with Savocadabra for mm, since ninety two. Wow,
2: you guys have been doing it quite some time, man.
6: Yeah, old fucks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I think when we first started, um, we were one of three tributes only. I think there was another uh, Zeppelin tribute. Uh, called Physical Graffiti. And I think there was a Crystal Ship Doors tribute. But um, back when we started, there wasn't really any kind of tributes whatsoever. Unless you went to right. Atlantic City, and, you know, an Elvis or a uh, Madonna tribute or, or whatnot. But that was right. more or less uh, something different.
2: Now, did you guys always lean towards Black Sabbath or the Ozzy uh, solo stuff, or you kind of incorporate everything?
6: No, it was just the Black Sabbath. Uh, we uh, went out and said, hey, if we're going to do this, we're going to be a tribute, not a cover band. Right. Uh, so we had to we had to look the part. We had to go get the same garb as we did the, uh, uh, the bell bottoms, the platform boots. Uh, we got the exact same equipment that they played back in the 70s. Wow. Uh, in fact, uh, the guitar player had to buy stuff from England and have it regutted because they have a different, uh, uh, voltage over there, uh, different Hertz, uh, everywhere else in the, uh, besides our country, we run on 60 Hertz, everybody else runs on 50 Hertz. So you wow. had to have his, uh, Marshall's and his orange, uh, amplifiers, uh, gutted for, uh, for, for this country. Wow.
2: Now, I mean, there's always been this conversation, this talk, that, um, you know, there, there's been talk of Led Zeppelin There's been talk of Black Sabbath There's, I mean, the the argument's always been raging Since the very beginning That Black Sabbath was one of your first uh, heavy metal acts Do you find that to be true?
6: Uh, the first Any other argument is null and void
2: <laughs> Man, so how old were you when you got into Sabbath And uh, what made you want to cover them?
6: Um, actually, uh, uh, well, first off, I I started playing guitar and and thrash metal when I was in high school. Um, I got into bands like Slayer, uh, Metallica, Megadeth, Exodus, stuff like that. And, uh, when that didn't really get me anywhere, we were about to be signed, but then members of the band got signed with other bands <laughs> and <laughs> I was just like oh, hey listen and then I saw an ad by uh, our current Cyber guitar player Danny Toto uh, in the old EC rocker with an old uh, East Coast uh, magazine strictly derivative uh, for musicians and there was an ad that says I look like a Tony Omi play, uh, play like Tony Omi looking for an Ozzy." Singer and I was like, well, I've always wanted to do like voiceovers for cartoons and stuff. And I was like I, I could do Ozzy pretty well, and I answered the ad and I had to travel up to North Jersey uh, to do a uh, to go a rehearsal, and then uh, the rest is history.
2: Now, um, as far as I mean, the the one thing that I want to ask you is. What was it two years ago that they the Sabbath went on their farewell tour? I was I was there in uh, when they hit South Jersey, but um, as far as your set list is concerned, do you kind of model it after what they were doing, or do you kind of do a greatest hits, or how do you go about?
6: Uh, doing Sabbath set yeah, list? Uh, does. Um, Sabbath never <laughs> does everything. Every song off the first eight albums. Uh, the Aussie years that they did, even the instrumentals, even only you know, like get some heckler in the crowd, play uh, uh, play Laguna Sunrise, and we're like, and they're like, holy shit! But uh, no, uh, Sabre cadaver has learned every single that's amazing uh, man. song off the first day of eight albums, just just for that cause, you know, to get your hecklers here and there. But then at the end of the show, everybody's satisfied.
2: That's awesome, bro And uh, guys, I want
6: to also welcome He's
2: now joining us as Kevin Mercer From the Alice Cooper Zillion Dollar Babies Tribute Kevin, thanks for joining us, bro What's up, guys?
6: Yo, what's brother of another mother?
5: <laughs> what's happening, Joe? Long time no see, bud That's right, we're going to hang out and drink <laughs> Oh, man, that sounds awesome <laughs> What the, I miss?
2: What's going on? So we were talking a little bit about um, Joe was telling me that Sabbath was the very first metal band No no argument anywhere But the one thing that I was always torn because I was always more on the Alice Cooper side was Alice and Sabbath came out pretty much the same time I think Alice came first, am I
6: right? I don't know uh, it was more 68 Circa.
5: Alice was actually first I wouldn't consider Alice metal. I would consider Alice like three a theatrical rock band.
6: Gotcha. Correct. Me too. Me too. So, me too.
5: <laughs> I gotta give I gotta give all props to Sabbath for being the the first basically metal band. I mean there's other bands that they claim are metal, like, you know,
2: Blue Cheer and
5: like bands like that, but I don't think so. it's gotta be Sabbath.
2: I also wanted to ask, and it's something that's gone like I've had these arguments ever since I was a teenager, Um, as far as the the Prince of Darkness or whatever is concerned, uh, Ozzy was always considered the Prince of Darkness. Alice Cooper always leaned on that side as well. So where does that moniker land and what do you guys feel about all that? Uh, you want
6: Kevin to go first or you want me to go first?
2: Oh, whoever. I man, don't I don't,
3: uh, I don't think that
2: Go ahead,
6: go ahead Joe. <laughs> no,
3: no, yeah, no Okay. You're... I don't
5: Honestly, I don't think that I've ever heard anybody ever refer to Alice as the Prince of Darkness. It's always been Ozzy to me. Um Alice is his own thing, I guess. Alice is just Alice.
2: And, I mean, the one thing that I've always learned, the difference between the two, and I'm a big fan of both, is I, I think Alice was always a little bit more tongue-in-cheek, more vaudeville-type style, um, more on the showmanship end of things, whereas I feel some of the, the dark topics landed on Ozzy and Sabbath.
6: Correct. I, I feel the same Absolutely. way. So, Absolutely. I Absolutely. Mean,
2: we got into Joe's idea to handle to the idea behind Sabra Cadabra and his desire to do uh, Black Sabbath. Kevin, can you get into into your feelings and how you felt about getting the Alice Cooper tribute going? Well, I looked around
5: at uh, what was out there, and I didn't see anybody doing it. And I knew it was something I could do. Um it was one of those things where I always wanted to be in Alice band, but I didn't know anybody who could actually do Alice because I would have just been happy playing bass because the bass in Alice Cooper is totally awesome. But then I realized, hey, you know what? I can do it. So why don't I just do it? So that's what I did. That's
2: awesome. Now, I mean, yeah. uh, Joe, as far as Sabbath, there's been so many uh, different versions with Alice as well. Um, now, Joe, as far as the lineups or as far as the different incarnations of Black Sabbath, are concerned, did you ever get with anybody that kind of did uh, maybe the Ronnie James Dio style of stuff, or did you ever have a night like that where maybe there was a little bit more than just the Ozzy stuff covered?
6: Uh, when we first started, we were thinking about doing the Ozzy and the Dio stuff. But then when it came to being a true tribute, we had to take the base idea of it, and when whenever you think Black Sabbath, you think Ozzy Osbourne. Now, I mean, I love the Dio stuff just as much. I do too. But when you truly look at Black Sabbath as a whole and as an innovator and stuff like that, uh, you you all, automatically think uh, Ozzy Osbourne, and that's the way that's the way we took it. We went out and got, like I said before, uh, the, the original uh, uh, equipment, the um, the get-up, the clothing, you know.
2: So the first great of Sabbath, that you said that you guys pretty much know everything, uh, what year does the eighth album lead us up to? I'm sorry, say that again? As far, you, you told me uh, earlier that you guys know pretty much everything off the first eight albums. Now, uh, what year would you say that goes up to? Uh,
6: 78.
2: Okay. So you guys pretty much cover early Sabbath up to 78 and you,
6: you're like first album up to, uh, never say die.
2: Awesome. Now, uh, Kevin, as far as Alice Cooper is concerned, we've seen so many different lineups. He's had a good base for a while now. Um, have is there any certain incarnation that you like to stick to, or do you just like to cover everything?
5: Uh, yeah, we just like to cover everything. Um, we've noticed that. Um, and I know Joe's probably going to kill me for this, but uh, we've noticed that that like you know if we throw in like the oddball stuff that people aren't really familiar with, except for the diehards, it doesn't go over as well. But right, so you know we just kind of select the hits from like you know the entire gamut of his whole career so um yeah we do throw in like one or two oddball ones that like the diehards would do but for the most part we just like to keep the show moving and and keep people engaged and entertained you know rather not play a song that that people want to go to the bathroom to you know what I mean (laughs) Oh so, yeah, we, we do. We cover so all. No, why the would I kill you over that, Kev? Why would? No, I love you, man. Play I all used, that I fucking yell,
6: the bean side shit.
5: I used to yell at you back in the day about that, I'm like, dude, you're playing all this, <laughs> all the, because all, you guys are probably sick of playing like fairies wear boots and fucking uh, <laughs> Iron Man
6: warping.
5: Iron Man, you're probably sick of it. So like, I would go to a show and, and hear all these obscure ones. I'm like. Damn!
6: <laughs> I just remember saying it. I'm like, dude, play
5: some of the hits,
6: man. But, yeah, I mean, right. well, yeah, uh, when we played out. When we played out, know, we were like, okay, maybe throw one or two. These guys come to see this tribute, so if they really want to hear the hits, tune in to MMR, your local uh, rock station. <laughs> That's all yeah. they play. That that's that's the safe play. You know, play them two, three, four songs over and over again, you know, uh, and blah blah blah. But if you actually go out to see a show, they're the fans that are paying and they're the true fans, they want to hear more obscure shit. So that that's was cool. always the take with Fabricadabra, you know.
2: Now what well, you guys so- always oh, that- Go ahead, Pep, sorry.
5: I was gonna say yeah, yeah. Sabbath never always had that real base of fans like diehard Sabbath fans. Too. So, so um, you know, it's different for Alice because believe it or not, I mean Alice doesn't really have uh, like a diehard base of fans. Everybody knows who he is and knows the hits, but you know, there's not a whole lot of diehards out there like me. It's not like right. Sabbath. Sabbath has right. diehard fans.
2: And I mean, the one thing, one thing, Kevin, and this is going after what you just said, because I'm I'm a real hardcore Alice fan. Was what what is one song Joe and Kevin both from Sabbath and Alice Cooper? Is there one song that you guys get tired of playing just because it's so overplayed, or you're you're you know it's something you have to play every single show, and you're like, well you kind of go through the motions and
6: it's just not like your favorite thing to do uh, either Iron Man or Paranoid <laughs> I was
5: going to say Paranoid
6: <laughs>
5: <laughs> you can only play that so many times I am sick of that fucking
6: song <laughs>
5: Alice honestly none I mean I, I love just about every song we play um, there are songs like more of the obscure ones that are more apt to be cut sooner than the rest. But, yeah, I, I, I have to put in all the hits. I mean, you can't not do pulls out or you can't not do billion-dollar babies or you can't not do, you know, under my wheels all those people. Yeah.
2: Now, I would expect, Kevin, honestly, I would expect from, I mean, like I said, I'm a diehard Alice Schools out would kind of be that one that I would expect you to say. Uh, under my wheels is kind of—I feel like that's more a die-hard fan kind of thing. But um, yeah, I mean, now as far as as far as both fans are concerned, now Kevin and Joe, I've I'll, unfortunately I've never had the chance to see Saber Cadabra live, and because of the whole COVID thing right now, it's making things difficult.
3: Boo <laughs> Boo <laughs>
2: Now I've seen Kevin. I've seen Kevin many times. He's actually played Union events and stuff along that line. So I, I'm very familiar with Kevin's stuff. But how much, uh, as far as merchandise, as far as uh, props and items are concerned that go into your show, how much is there? A lot of money behind what you guys do, as far as investment. Uh,
6: for me, there used to be. I mean, up until about maybe 10 years ago, we tamed it down. We don't necessarily always dress uh, the '70s garb, um, because uh, for us, um, there's become uh, an influx, a superflux of just Sabbath tributes everywhere. I mean, there's nowadays there's tributes to tribute bands. It's just become <laughs> ah, it, it, it's just become an influx of stupidity and just blah blah blah. So like we used to command a, a pretty penny whenever we played out at a club uh, back in the day. And now within the past 10, 15 years, you get that you, there are thousands of savage tributes out there.
4: Yeah, In fact, our,
6: our, our guitar player is playing with five other uh, Black Sabbath tribute bands that are out there, you know, trying through this COVID thing, and they're playing for like nickels for pennies yeah, at a yeah. you know a VF, a vfw or a um, you know a, a small concert hall, and it's just like well, first of all, yeah, you know, if you're that desperate, um, okay then. If that's your only source of income, but right. Jesus Christ, you're, you're killing you're killing the enigma, you're killing the mystique that once was us you know, 20, 20, 30 years ago. Kevin, uh, you yeah, are you talking
5: about clubs? are going to say, well, why should I hire Canaver when I can hire like you know, Joe Blow's Savage Review Band for like
6: exactly. Exactly. I mean, we played so many big-labeled venues in our time. It's. I mean, we've even played um, record company um, venues with. I got the. I got. To, I, guess I got to be on stage with Rob Zombie, Slayer, everything wow. from the um, the NIB Records uh, and the Rhino Records. I got to meet everybody that I ever fell in love with musically as a as a, uh, a music hero. I got to play with them and touch them and talk That's to right. them and blah, blah, blah. Yep. And, uh, you know, that was way back when. And nowadays, it's just like, oh, could well, ever once? I don't know. I'm just a number out in the air. Cyber Canaveral wants two grand to play. Uh, we could we could uh have uh Sabbath country sabbath play for us for like <laughs> two hundred bucks. <laughs> yeah, I hear you. Now the one
2: thing I wanted to ask you guys is one thing that I noticed with the tribute bands and I, I really feel that it might be the next step in the evolution as far as the good ones are concerned, is a lot more theaters are opening their doors to things like this. And with, with the fan base getting older and with people wanting to get out and feel the entire experience without paying or even some of these bands that are no longer around like Sabbath, have you guys gotten into some of these theaters and have you done any of those type of shows?
6: Uh, to tell you the truth, I would love to have a, uh, a printout of what you're talking about. Because a lot more, and Kevin, if you agree, uh, there's a lot of places where Kevin's located and lives that just closed down because of the venues, yeah, there's enough support. Um, yeah, sure. you know, that's true. Blah, blah, blah. So you're talking about, I mean, rock and roll. Um sad to say It's kind of dying Everybody in the new millennium The snowflakes and, and stuff like that They're starting to get into the ghetto music You know the 50 cent shit And stuff like that Nobody really wants to hear And, and They tell me Oh, you're old <laughs> <laughs> I'm old I can still fuck you up Motherfucker You know <laughs> But but that's the thing. Uh, The the people that used to go out will still go out, but it's a a dying breed. So it's sad to say, but sad but true. Um, And a lot of clubs that we used to play religiously are no longer in existence. Whether it be Jewish Lightning, blah, 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 you know, change the venue. There was uh, Kevin. Right? You know, you had G. Oh, yeah. you, had, you had the Cell Block. You had oh, uh, yeah. a shit ton though, of uh, southern venues and a lot of uh, northern venues that just aren't around anymore because it just don't pay. Yeah.
5: He hits the nail right on the head. That's absolutely true. And it, it is sad, but that, that that's the case these days. So,
2: I mean, uh, one thing I will say. And Kevin, I think, I'm not sure if you heard this or not yet, and this kind of makes me a little bit excited, is Hit Parade just announced a new uh, kind of American Idol type thing where it's going to be, um, it's called No Cover, where it's no no cover bands, no, it's a young up-and-coming band that are going to be judged on like a judge show, but like Lizzie Hale's a judge, Alice Cooper's a judge, I'm hoping that maybe things like this start bringing some rock and roll back.
5: Yeah, I, I did see that. I can't remember who they said the third judge was. Once I saw Al Cooper, I was like, you know, creaming in my jeans. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, it sounds like it might be a good show. I hope it's true. I hope it's just not an Internet thing that they're throwing out there uh, for just, you know, you know how they, they they like to spread rumors on the Internet that, that never turn. Turn out to be like
2: real, yeah. But it would be awesome Hell yeah Now we've talked a lot about uh, Both Ozzy, Alice Cooper, Sabbath um, I want to get a little bit Into what you guys are doing As far as the holidays How you guys are holding up And what plans you have for
6: tomorrow
5: <laughs> Well
6: Kev you go first
5: Well um, I do have a show tomorrow night Actually uh, We are going to be playing at halftime in Newark, Delaware. Uh, It is an awesome venue. It's like a throwback to the old days with a nice big stage, a nice big room, Uh, great sound system, lights. Uh, Delaware is open for business, uh, so uh, it is inside. They are social distancing and restricting entry to – Uh, 60% capacity So If we get 131 people In that venue Then we'll be happy So um, yeah tomorrow night Should be a good time And we're looking forward to our perk show Since uh, since this whole thing started Yeah, We're really excited about it And
2: I'm telling you guys Anybody listening in uh, Rock and Roll Union has done events at halftime The owner is fantastic He's a musician that actually gives a shit About the bands, about the stage, about the whole lights and production of everything. So if you guys are not doing anything tomorrow night, if you're looking to get out and let your hair down, get out there, man. Kevin, I'm really excited for you for that show. Yeah, as
5: far as clubs go, it's one of the best clubs around. It's just like Joe was talking about back in the day. Yeah, that one still exists. And you're right, uh CT, the owner does care and he puts a lot into that club. So, we're we're real excited about it.
7: Yeah,
6: think, sure. uh, yeah, that guy does, really.
2: He class act, man, all the way. And uh Joe, any any plan? I mean, I I opted, me personally, I opted out of taking my, I have a one and a half year old, it was supposed to be his first trick-or-treating. I opted out of doing that just because of the whole situation, but Joe, you have any plans for tomorrow night?
6: No, actually sad to say, to tell you the truth, um, Sabra hasn't played all this year because of COVID, uh, because of, um, uh, because of the COVID, mostly, and because it, uh, it's so saturated the scene now with Black Sabbath tributes. And uh, Kevin can agree, and he already uh,
3: <coughs>
6: condoned that, yep, you know, Sabbath being as we were first and blah, 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 you nah, know, you know, we command a high dollar. And uh, clubs nowadays, clubs nowadays are hurting, so they're looking for the yeah. cheapest way out to entertain their um, their fans and their 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 um, people that come to the clubs. So if they can get a Black Sabbath tribute band, <laughs> uh, excuse me, a Black Sabbath cover band uh, for. $2, 3 $400 versus 2 grand, they're going to go to Ford and everybody's happy, except for the fans have been following us for the past 20 some years. Like, yo, yo, Joe, uh, you know, we're Sabre. And we're like, I don't know, the rest of the guys, uh, the rest of the guys don't want to do it. So, so I mean, that.
2: that I feel you a hundred percent. You know, I grew up in the late eighties, early nineties, my parents were both Canadians and I remember you, I think Joe, you were the one that was talking, there was hardly any tricky dance out. And I remember there being like a Rolling Stones tribute and that that type that like Rolling Stones and an Elvis tribute. And the 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 fact that you guys did what you did is mind blowing. Have you guys ever had a chance to encounter any of the any of the artists of which you covered? Did you ever have a chance to meet that person?
6: Uh, always. We uh, like I said before, if it was missed, um, I'm glad I I joined Sabra Ever. I'm I'm glad I was uh, the original singer from Sabra. Um, Original. There's more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's there's plenty there's plenty of sabre cadavers out there now, in different countries, uh, West Coast. There's sabre cadaver tributes. Blah blah blah. <laughs> but um, like I said, we we started in '92, and. Uh, I've met everybody I ever wanted to meet in my lifetime I met them uh, I'm more of the um, um, more extreme metalist uh, I get into uh, a lot of uh, speed metal death metal stuff and I've met members from Megadeth, Metallica, Exodus, Blair, um, you know Pete Steele before he died was a, a good friend of mine, he would always invite me out and hang out with him from uh Carnivore and Typo Negative. And it's just been a good ride and you know, a lot of people a lot of corporate pencil pushers would say, ah. but you know, I'm I'm glad to be a musician. I'm glad to have met Kevin, which is an awesome guy. You know, I the oh dude him have some fun or what? <laughs> we always have fun We always, we always <laughs> like, hey, Kevin. You're going to throw up first No you're going to throw up first Joe No I'm not going to throw up first No you're going to throw up first Joe No I'm not going to throw up first Kevin I- I'm going to tell you what I,
2: after, this show, after this show There's got to be a time where I hang out With you two guys man I mean it would just be a blast To just hear the well, you stories come down to that South you guys Jersey,
6: Where all the best musicians are South Jersey and um, uh, Philly, actually. Hell, yeah. Absolutely.
2: I mean, I remember when Delaware Avenue was Delaware Avenue and there were actual bars and clubs up and down the street. And,
0: <laughs>
5: I,
2: I mean, that that was a hell of a time. But um, now, I don't know. I know, Kevin, you, you, you sent it to me, like, as soon as I asked you for it. Like, you must have had it saved somewhere um, your favorite top 10 horror Halloween soundtrack songs
5: uh, no actually I came up with that off the top of my head so and I, I was when, when you hit yeah, me with the pressure. question I was under like not, not doing anything so I just sat there I'm like okay there's this there's this there's this there's this there's
2: it. So now do you still have that saved uh, do I have what saved that, that list that you sent me.
5: Uh, yeah, it's actually on my phone. But if I have to to look at my phone, uh, then I'm not going to be able to talk to you. Hold on, I I think I have a
6: solution. Hold on. Uh, Joe, do you guess, have a what's that, brother? Do
2: you have a list of uh, your favorite kind of Halloween type
6: songs. I do, I do If you're going to play them off the internet That's fine, I'll I'll rant them off to you If you want to write them down
3: uh, Well,
2: we're just going to talk about them And see what's on our list And uh, I'll let oh, okay. you two guys do it first And then I'm going to tell you what's on my list And we'll kind of compare notes a little bit
6: Alright, yeah It's like a uh, It's like a swap spit festival
3: Hell yeah
6: <laughs> If that's what you want to call it Joe, Hell
2: yeah
5: yeah, yeah. All right. I got my list punched up, so I'm ready.
2: Go ahead, Joe. You're, you're up first, too. bro.
6: Who's up first?
3: Yeah,
5: you can
6: go ahead uh, first, Joe. Who's on first? What's on second? Exactly. I don't know who's <laughs> on third.
3: <laughs>
6: go ahead, Joe. All right, my list: Black Sabbath, Black Sabbath, of course. Uh, King Diamond, Halloween, Good shit. Uh, Slayer, Dead Skin Mask. I, I try to, uh, like I said before, I'm a, a big fan of uh, thrash metal and death metal, so I try to keep it to a list that everybody can enjoy, rather being more extreme. So, uh, King Diamond, Halloween. Uh, Slayer, Deadskin Mask. Yeah. Um Exodus, Deliver us from evil. Nuclear Assault, Stranded in Hell. AC/DC, Highway to Hell. Oh yeah, bro. Uh Ozzy, you already played Mr. Crowley tonight so we'll do um uh Diary of a Madman. Okay. Uh Megadeth Megadeth loved you to death. Uh, Sarith Ungal, one of my top favorite um, bands of all time. These these guys are the the shit, and I love these guys. And they're very unsung and unappreciated, but these guys rip a new asshole to everybody who listens to them. Uh, so, uh, so Sarith Ungal, Black Machine. And one of my other ones is Creator, Pleasure to Kill. Nice. Hell yeah. Creator, man. That's a <laughs> band yeah, I haven't heard in like, a while. Holy fuck. That guy from Saracadabra is a fucking black metalist.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
6: so, uh,
2: Kevin, go ahead with yours, bro. All right, so uh,
5: Joe's got two of them that are on my list. Uh, I gotta agree with uh, Black Sabbath by Black Sabbath. Just, just based on those three chords and that one note at the end, it just sounds
6: so oh. freaking evil. Oh, know, yeah, that has got It sends a shiver down bad. my spine. It makes my dick hard. <laughs> it's just that one note that does it. Uh, Bow. Also, Mr. Bow. Mr. Crowley.
5: Bow. The, it's the brown note. Uh, uh, Ozzy with Mr. Crowley, of course. Uh, I also have uh, Rob Zombie's Dragula.
2: Stop, uh, man. Yeah. Seed
5: My Frankenstein by Alice Cooper.
2: Hell yeah. Uh,
5: another Ozzy song, Bark at the Moon. Oh. Uh, Number of the Beast by Iron Maiden. Oh. oh out at the devil by motley crew oh stop and, uh, <laughs> another uh zombie tune uh living dead girl
3: yes sir
5: uh doc and uh dream warriors
2: oh, and last man. but
5: definitely not least uh welcome to my nightmare by ellis cooper oh but, yeah, yeah
2: bro now i feel like i got a couple of the same ones on my list um But I feel like I got more of an old school list as well. I mean, compared to what you guys got down, I got uh, "Werewolves of London" by Warren Zevon. Don't Don't Fear the Reaper by Blue Oyster Cult. (laughs) Living Dead Girl Again uh, with Kevin by Rob Zombie. I'm a big Stevie Wonder fan, so I had to go with "Superstition." (laughs) "Sympathy for the Devil" by the Stones. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> okay. <laughs> Highway to Hell by ACDC hey! Bad Moon, <laughs> Old Moon on the Rise by CCR Ew. Uh, Mr. Crowley's on there ah. uh, Dude, I, this is going to give me shit I know, but Thriller by Michael Jackson and, oh, You uh, know what?
6: I just, I'll, I'll I'll give have you the a limp stick I have a limp stick right now <laughs> I'll my give you the one. video
2: for Halloween,
6: but not not not, not the music.
5: Just, the music is just not Halloweeny, I guess you could say. But okay, my continue. number
2: one, my number one is "Welcome to My Nightmare" by Alice Cooper.
6: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Kevin, I've always loved you. CT, you're on my shit list. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, bro. Yeah, I, 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 I mean.
2: I, I grew up in the '80s. Uh, I graduated high school in '93, so I'm probably a little bit behind you guys. But I mean,
6: <laughs> no, I'm just not playing. much. I'm just I'm not just
2: much. But, I mean, I'm just a shade behind you guys. So I mean, I remember.
3: <laughs> you, well, you know, hey, but the, for, that, guess
6: was the, the, the uh, guess who was the uh, guest guitar player on that song? Fucking Eddie Van Halen. That's right, brother.
2: Now, the thing I got to say is, uh, hold on for one second, guys. We have a caller on the line. Let's see who's calling. Thanks for calling the Rock and Roll Union Podcast. Who do we have?
6: Hi, my name is Newt.
2: I'm sorry, say that again? Newt? Newt. Hi, how Newt. are you?
6: Hey,
3: I'm Newt. well. How are you? Good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thanks for I calling, have... uh, no problem. I have a uh, question for Ozzy Joe. Ozzy um, Joe. Question go is, ahead. <laughs>
6: what is the air speed velocity of an unladen swallow? Oh, wow. Depends. Is it an African or an American? <laughs> 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 That's my only question. That was a great answer. Thank you.
2: Thanks for calling.
6: For you to <laughs> question me on these answers, three.
2: That's hilarious. Now, um, so the other thing that I wanted to talk about was, you know, you, we well, all kind of grew up in...
6: Back up. What was
0: that? I have no
6: clue, man. They <laughs> didn't... <laughs> That's it, Of course. <laughs> Answer these <laughs> questions free, and the other side, you shall see. <laughs> but... uh.
2: I wanted to ask you guys as far as horror villains. I mean, I'm a big Mar, uh, universal monsters. I go that far back up into, um, right now I'm big on Asian horror. What do you guys like as far as the horror realm is concerned?
6: Um, classics. I, I like the classics. Uh, the new shit is just pathetic, just like TV shows. Everything everything nowadays is pathetic. It, it, it just doesn't thrill me like the old 70s, 80s stuff. It, it really doesn't. And everybody's Not like, Joe. oh, let's get uh, Insidious or uh, The Ring or blah, blah, blah. I'm like, that's stupid. It, it just doesn't scare the fucking piss out of me like The Omen did. Or, um, Hell yeah, bro. You know, I, I mean, Jesus Christ. The shit from the 70s, it, whether it be uh, I was younger and didn't an- anticipate or just recognize the the outcome of the story or not, it, the shit from the 70s and 80s really made an impact on me, scared the fuck out of me. Everything is comical now. It's like Jerry Springer yeah. shit. Now, uh, one thing I got to say,
2: Joe, if you have not gotten a chance to check it out yet, it's one of the only newer things that I'm high on. I don't know if you've ever gotten a chance to check out Black Mirror on uh, Netflix. No.
6: I'm in. No, but I did see uh, Trick or Treat. That's a good one, dude. Not the Aussie one with, you know, the guy choking him through the fucking video and stuff. But trick or treat, it's the little pumpkin kid. Yeah, dude. The story, I, I, I really, lo- I enjoyed that movie. Now, and I I'm think a- that was like 2009.
2: I love my serial kind of stuff, my, uh, my shorts, and uh, Black Mirror, which is on Netflix, is in the same realm as, like, Tales from the Dark Side or Tales from the Crypt or something like that, and it's those short little standalone stories. stories. That, that's my favorite kind of horror. And yeah, let, kind of like a cat's
6: eye kind of thing, right, CJ?
2: Um, there, there's some horror, but there's a little bit of sci-fi involved. Uh, if we you like Twilight Zone type kind of stuff. Eye back from the 80s? Oh, hell yeah, dude. I'm a big Stephen King fan, so, yeah, Cat's Eye was great. Um yeah. if if you like Twilight Zone or Cat's Eye type of stuff, Black Mirror is definitely worth checking out.
6: Well, okay then, I'll put it on my to do list.
2: So, Kevin, what are you into as far as the as far as horror is concerned? Well, I'll
5: agree with Joe. Like the uh the early stuff is really good. There is a few bright spots these days. Um and again I have I gotta keep going to the well, but uh I gotta say, uh, my boy Rob Zombie, uh Hell yeah, bro. Thousand horses. Yep. That's just that's just the shit. And you know why? It's because it goes back to those seventies and eighties type of movies. And I will probably get crucified for this, but I actually like his remake of Halloween, I thought it was really Absolutely. well done. Like, I I thought it was great. Um, now, the only other thing I could crucified. think of is uh the um. I'm sorry. What was that? Crucified. No. <laughs>
3: um.
5: I also liked uh, it. Uh, Not the stupid miniseries,
6: but the the movie, uh, the first one was
5: awesome. The second one,
6: not so much, but the first one was definitely worth saying. Yeah, yeah, Tim Curry.
2: Now, I got to say, as far as the miniseries, the one back in the 90s with Tim Curry, now, my wife and I, like, we're big Rocky Horror fans, and Tim Curry was great in that as well. There was a little bit of difference between – the 90s version and the new version. Kevin, I agree with you 100%. The first part was a hell of a lot better than the second part. But, um, yeah, yeah, I mean, there are some bright spots out there, and I don't know if you guys have watched any of the Asian horror. Asian horror right now seems to be, I'm more on the storytelling kind of, you don't need a whole lot of blood and gore for me. I'm more on the storytelling aspect and, Asian horror seems to have more of that right now.
3: Yeah!
5: <laughs> I'm also a big fan of the Eli Roth movies, like uh, the Hostel movies. Yes! Probably because oh, it's Very good, like, realistic me... and it, it actually could happen, so it's kind of freaky. Um, so, yeah, I, I was really into to, um, Hostel. I just thought it was awesome. Probably no, 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 no. I
6: agree.
2: I went to the theater to see Hostel, and I'll never forget it. Um, when the credits rolled, people just sat there. Like, I never saw anything like it. They didn't get their jackets and star. Like, people just sat there. And then, like, one chick was, like, throwing up in her popcorn. <laughs> it was just crazy to me. Yeah.
6: I, I tried
5: to get the
6: white to, to watch the Hostel. Any. The the old shit is the best, hands down. I mean that when you see that and you're in that age group, it reflects on your psyche. Um, oh, yeah. So like Halloween, uh, uh, you know uh, the Freddy Krueger shit, the Jason Myers, the the Exorcist. I mean the Exorcist fucked me up. Oh my god, the <laughs> yeah, bro. Yeah. Actress is probably like the scariest up, movie I was ever. ever. I, I was yeah. like, holy fuck, I, blah, blah, blah. The, the newer horror stories, uh, I have to agree with Kevin, blah, blah, blah. Uh, um, Rob Zombie does a fair um, tribute to horror, but it just ain't there. To me, it's all that shit from the 70s and 80s. Holy shit. Uh, maybe just because... I was too young not to understand it, too young to be afraid of the paranormal, <laughs> you know. But that shit scarred me for life. And I was like, I like that. And I was, I'm afraid of it. But that's what I want to reflect on music. And then it becomes a music issue, you know. I got oh, yeah. into the bands like Slayer, Megadeth, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, this is why I want to be.
2: Now, uh, real quick, I, I, <laughs> I'm i almost afraid to answer this call because we have another call on the line after the last call we got. But uh, thanks for calling the Rock and Roll Union podcast. Who do we have?
1: Cammy. Hey, Cammy, How are you? Good. I've been friends with Joe Donnelly for a long time, and I wanted to say hello, and he's doing a great job on the show. I also wanted to tell you what an evil prick he is and how much he loves Halloween, and he hasn't mentioned this yet.
6: (laughs) That was a speech flawless,
1: Tammy. So anyway, when you go, he invites you to his man cave, and it's just a stairway that goes up there. But he doesn't mention that he has a life-size Statue
3: of Predator there to greet you. That's Rick. awesome, Joe. That, that is great. I love
6: my, I love my female. I love my community. Pull.
1: <laughs> All right. You <laughs> do, You guys sound great. Thanks for the show. Good. Love you, family. Love,
2: love you. Love you. Bye. Have a great night. So, uh, yeah, man, it's just, Going back on the horror, I mean, Asian horror, I I know, Joe, you're having a hard time with it, but, I mean, as far as storytelling, they redid a lot of Asian horror as far as the eye and the ring, and, I mean, things like that are concerned. The originals are really, really cool. Um, What are you talking
6: about, uh, What are you talking about King Diamond? <laughs> I'm talking about the Asian horror, man. Uh, horror. I, 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 please don't. I I have no idea what the Asian horror. is you say the uh, I? Yeah, I, I'm, I'm a little lost it, there that, too. Yeah, I have never
3: seen any of that.
2: So Kevin, uh, do you have any idea what I'm talking about? <laughs> no, no, I mean
5: I I did see God. the ring, and I think there was. Uh, I think that was about it. But I didn't see the original, so I I got no clue. So.
2: Now I got to tell you guys honestly, I'm an old school horror fan. I now growing up in the '80s, Alice Cooper was like Alice Cooper and uh, Freddy Krueger were my idols. Now, with being an old school horror fan, the Asian horror, if you can get past subtitles, a lot of the um, Asian horror has more storytelling behind it. Nope. No.
6: <laughs> nope. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Anything coming no. out of internet unless it's Japanese, is junk. I'm having to fucking people make me a sandwich.
5: <laughs> yeah, I can't do that. I I can't I can't read movies, man. I I need to watch them.
6: Yeah, but, exactly.
5: Uh, right, Jeff. Right.
6: Right. Right. right.
5: You're bloody
6: right, well Jeff. right. You're bloody well right to say right. Oh. Right.
2: Guys, I don't mean to put you on the spot right now, but i got to put you guys on hold because we got to take a quick commercial break. I, uh, let me answer this last call before we take a quick commercial. Thanks for calling the Rock and Roll Union Podcast. Who do we have with us?
6: Yes, and I'm here to stay. Hello? Hey, I'm this is Richard.
2: Richard. Thanks for calling the hey, Rock yeah, and Roll Union
7: yeah, how's it going? Good, man. I, I work with Joe. Just wanted to let you know that he's a, he's a awesome guy, and uh, nobody does what Joe does but Joe. Hell yeah, man. And uh, not to promote anything, but uh, I have a big party called Rat Fest. Next year, you want to hang out and see the band. They headline my party every year. You can bring who Hell you yeah, want. Bro. What's the date of
3: that party?
7: Oh uh, yeah, yeah. You 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 come and you'll see Joe all in his glory. I have like seven bands and uh, it's an all day and night event, and uh, it benefits our wounded warriors. And uh, that's why uh, we never take our freedom for granted, my man. Now, what's the date of that party? Can you tell us? Uh, it'll, it'll, I haven't said it yet yet, but it'll probably be in uh September when it's not too hot. Uh I have people coming from three, four states. I have camping, roast pig. Oh yeah. Uh yeah. it's called Rat Fest and uh it's a, it's quite the gig, man. Now brother, where I uh, uh, you uh, I I work with Joe. I work with Joe during the day and uh since Joe drinks it shows uh I'm Joe's uh chauffeur, uh the band uh, pays me to uh, get you uh to the to the gig and home and uh he could tell you some of the adventures we've had at three in the morning bro that's all <laughs> Now, brother,
2: if I can ask you one favor, uh, if you can post anything about that event on the Rock and Roll
7: Union page, I can Oh, tell I will. You- I will post it, CT. I will. Uh, well, I'll be making definite plans after the holidays, or whatever, because it takes me six months to pull off because I throw okay. a clean party. And uh, but uh, like I said, I have seven bands. I have people camping outside. Uh, professional sound, uh, roast pig, uh, oh, yeah, all you can bro. eat and drink. Uh, and uh, it benefits our wounded warriors. So uh, it uh, it has a special meaning in uh, all of our hearts. So
2: let me ask one favor. I'm going ask...
3: to
2: ask you guys one favor while I have you on the line. If I make it out to this event in September, can I introduce Sabra Kadabra?
7: Oh, absolutely. Yes.
2: Oh, you got Absolutely. me there, bro. You you can, got man. Me. And and every
7: and everything gets videotaped. We'll have a CD made uh, of all the sh- uh, bands up on stage, and it's quite the day and night. Uh, the place uh, that I have it is called Hillside uh, Athletic Association, and it's in Trevo, Soap, Pennsylvania.
3: <laughs> uh, I feel like I'm Isn't on the Dead
7: already. <laughs> hi, hi, what what's up, that? my man? What's up, Jersey? <laughs> Man. All right, I'll let you guys get back to the show, CT. But I will post it, and Joe has uh, my my cell. Uh, we can always get a hold of each other, and uh, you can oh, yeah. bring who you want. And it's quite the day. Sounds great, brother. I plan on. All right, being. you guys have have a great night, and uh, God bless, oh, God. and uh, and uh, I'll see you at work on Monday. I mean tomorrow, get the Joe. Fuck off the phone. Happy Halloween,
2: brother. <laughs> All right. <that> was- <laughs> No, you have—you seem to have a way with your friends, man.
6: Oh, my, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I'm uh, two for one. Two females call in, one dickhead. <laughs> okay. So, like I said, before
2: he called in, I got to take a quick commercial break. Guys, don't go anywhere. We're going to play a quick song. This is in honor of my brother, Kevin. Here is Steven.
3: <phone rings> nice. up my heart.
1: General Adon, Hito Santana, Haku, Earl Hebner, Danger, Danny Davis, Jimmy Hart, Ricky Steamboat, Brodus Clay, and so many more. Archive free content includes past interviews with huge names like Hulk Hogan, Jesse Ventura, Kurt Angle, Sting, Mick Foley, Joey Stiles, Howard Finkel, and so many more. Listen live at VOCNation.com and subscribe to all the podcasts by searching VOC Nation Radio Network on your favorite podcast app. And be sure to follow these guys on Twitter, at VOC Nation.
3: The Worldwide Leader in Entertainment This is the VOC Nation Radio Network Hey guys, welcome back to the Rock and Roll
2: Union Podcast I'm here with Kevin Mercer and Joseph Donnelly Yep. want to really thank you guys for listening tonight But uh, yeah, we're getting back a little bit on the horror kick We've been talking uh, everything from Alice Cooper to Black Sabbath To horror movies and everything in between And uh, so... You know, guys, the next thing I'm going to bring up, I had this uh topic written down before uh before the show started. Who would you say uh I I'm, I'm going to ask Kevin first and then Joe will go on to you. Who would you say is the best horror villain of all time?
5: Oh, damn. That's a tough one. Best horror villain It's got to be Michael Myers, I would think. Michael Myers I, he's either, Either that or Freddy Krueger. I mean, they're 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 like oh. iconic.
2: Hell yeah, dude! I grew up a Freddy Krueger fan through and through, and I remember having a stand up cut out in my room of Freddy Krueger back in the eighties, and uh, yeah, I, I was a big fan. Joe, what do you think?
6: Uh, um, I have to agree with Kevin. Uh, the Freddy Krueger. If you look, if you look back on it. Jason Voorhees, um, you know he's uh, retarded kid drowned in the fucking lake, <laughs> blah blah blah. Keeps coming back. That's a good horror story. Uh, after about twenty five episodes of Jason, <laughs> Jason, uh, it, it it gets fucking stupid. Uh, Michael Myers is the same. That's that's
5: the same with all of them Freddy, Michael Myers
6: um, Jason uh, They all get watered
5: down after like The the
6: fourth installment uh, um, After they killed Freddy He lives in your dreams So it's not
4: uh,
6: Metaphorically He's in your dreams So I think That horror story Surpasses all the uh, Michael Myers at, and the uh, Jason Voorhees stories. Uh, Frank Burger that- was a, a great character, uh, a great character to uh, to involve because only because he lives in your dreams.
2: Now, there's two things I got to say: is one, I'm surprised Kevin didn't bring up. Jason, just because of the whole Alice Cooper tie-in with uh, Man Behind the Mask, but yeah, uh, it
5: slipped my mind. But I mean, he's he's in the top three. I would put him in the top three for sure.
2: Hell yeah! I yeah. mean, as far as as far as Freddie Krueger, the worst. Uh, I'm sorry, as far as a ho- hardcore horror fan is concerned, the worst remake ever done was the New Nightmare. Oh my movie.
5: god! Awful, <laughs> awful. I don't know where they got that dude from, but he doesn't look anything like Freddy. And it was just like, well, why don't Michael back and one. watch the My original? One.
6: Yeah, it was.
5: It I, was like it was like watching it It was like almost the same exact movie only with a different guy. And it's like, how can you how can you have a Freddy Krueger without Robert
2: yeah.
5: Englund? You can't. It like forget it.
2: Now, the, the the one thing between Jason and uh, Michael Myers is they had the mask. So anybody could slide in behind that mask. As long as their body movements were kind of the same, we were all right. But Freddie had his face exposed. So, yeah, I mean, Robert Englund kind of made that him. Plus,
5: Freddie had a personality. So he that, had, like, true. personality to the horror genre. The, the other guys didn't even talk. So
6: there was no personality there. Yeah, but, correct. That's right. Correct. Still scary, but. even though uh, uh, Michael Myers and Jason were almost a decade before Freddy, um, I still say Freddy takes the cake.
2: I mean, the the one thing I can say, and I don't know how deep into the lore you go, you guys go, is Kane Hodder as Jason. I'm a big Kane Hodder fan and I think he is he was the guy that they designed uh the video game after. He was the guy that they that did uh 4, 5 and 6. He was the best Jason that they had. He had the body. He was a stunt double. He was he had a lot going for him, but I mean Robert Englund was the man.
6: Oh uh, yeah. I I believe that and I I followed Robert England with a, the uh, TV show uh, V. Yes, yeah, he, yeah. right. Yeah. He was Hell the yeah. alien that uh, coincided with the humans, and um, it was like parse parsec. Hell yeah! Now
2: th- <laughs> this is this is going to be my last question, to you guys, because we're just about running out of time. I want to ask you guys right. who is, who is your favorite or what is your favorite horror movie of all time?
5: Oh my God! Why don't you just ask like what your favorite <laughs> child is? For Christ's sake, Jesus! <laughs> <laughs> I don't That's have a favorite. There, there's it's too hard to 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 pick a favorite, but probably the most scariest
6: for me would have been The Exorcist. Hell yeah, like, bro! I down. agree with you. Uh yeah, I, I I agree with Kevin. Um I don't really have a horror classic favorite, but the movie that scared me the most was The Exorcist. Absolutely. Yeah. Now uh, I go it, and
5: watch it.
2: It looks like <laughs> believe it or not, we have one more caller on the line. <laughs> Thanks for calling the Rock and Roll Union Podcast, Who Do we have...
1: Yeah, this is Crash.
2: Hey, Crash. How you doing, man?
1: Not too bad. I got a question for (laughs) Fozzie. Go ahead. How many shots of screwball does it take to finally drop a hammer on Harley-Davidson trike? Uh...
6: I've done many screwball, and I haven't fell yet. Fuck, mate. Have
3: a good one, buddy. All oh, right, bro. <laughs>
6: Joe, I gotta say, gonna, man, instead of blast rabbit, why why, why <laughs> do four fucking callers call me and ask me fucking stupid <laughs> shit?
5: Because everybody loves Joe. That's why. Oh, man.
2: <laughs> I'm gonna tell you, Kevin, I'm gonna have to put Joe as like my new co host.
6: <laughs> oh, I love Joe. Joe's the man, man.
3: Oh, no, man.
6: stop it, Kevin.
3: I don't <laughs> want to be the man. I
6: just wanna fucking smoke pot, drink, so I'm fucking disgusted with myself and fall down and have my fucking kids find me in the bush. <laughs>
5: That sounds like a plan. I might I might be right there with you. As soon as, as, soon as this is off, I'm headed inside.
6: <laughs> well, I have a bottle for you, brother.
2: I haven't
5: seen <laughs> him
6: walk in a long time.
2: Once I put my son to bed, I'm going to join you guys. So, all right. <laughs> I'll, I'll be right there. I got gotcha. <laughs> So, guys, thank you so much. And like I said, uh, if anyone out there is listening, I mean, please make sure you get out to uh, – Make sure you get out to halftime tomorrow night. Check out Zillion Dollar Babies. Halftime is the place right now. They, they are one of the best rock clubs around. Really excited. What time does the show kick off, Kevin?
5: Uh, there's an opening band. Uh, they, they put a uh, Tom Petty band on before us. I think they start at like 8.30 or 9.00. Uh, the Zillion Dollar Baby show starts at 10.30 sharp.
2: Awesome. Awesome. And uh, as far as you guys are concerned, how can everybody keep up to date with everything Zillion Dollar Babies? And uh, as far as Saber uh Kevin, we'll start with you. How do people keep up to date with Zillion Dollar Babies?
5: Well, there's uh, ZillionDollarBabies.com. Uh, there's also the Facebook page, uh, Facebook.com slash ZillionDollarBabies. And as a matter of fact, more, more, more people go to the Facebook page than they do on our own website, so... Yeah, the Facebook page is probably your best bet for all things oh, yeah, what,
2: One of the very first things that uh, Rock and Roll Union ever had, this is going back almost three years now, is uh, our very first night out was to go see Zillion Dollar Babies just because I'm a big Alice Cooper fan. So if you guys are out there, you love Alice Cooper as much as I do, make sure you check out Kevin. If not tomorrow, make sure you get out to any Zillion Dollar Baby gig that you can get to. Joe, how does everybody keep up to date with Sabra Cadabra?
6: Uh, they can find uh, Sabra Cadabra dates at sabracadabra.net.
2: Awesome. Awesome. Guys, thank you so much for being with us tonight, man. Happy Halloween to both you guys. I hope Kevin, I hope your gig's good tomorrow night. Joe, I hope it's great, whatever that you guys got planned for tomorrow night. So, uh once again, thank you so much. No
6: All right, problem. see you we'll soon, go? man. King, king. We we'll love catch you. Up soon, Kevin, Joe. I love you. I love, <laughs> I love you,
5: Joe.
3: Well, Kevin! <laughs> <laughs> Have a great night,
2: guys. Happy Halloween. Later, guys. So, guys, that was our Halloween special, man. I really hope you guys enjoyed it. Usually at the end of the Rock and Roll Union podcast, we go out with, do you remember rock and roll? Please remember rock and roll until next time. We have a hell of a show set up for you guys next week. Uh, really, really excited for it. We got tilt the band Tilted, the band Burn Down Hollywood, and my special guest next week, my special co-host, is Mark Knight- From Bang Tango, man, he's going to be joining us tonight, uh, next week. Uh, Mark Knight will be joining us next week on the Rock and Roll Union podcast. We're back on Saturday nights next week, and we'll be talking to, like I said, the band Tilted, the band Down Hollywood, and we're going to be talking everything uh, as far as rock and roll, as far as everything is... Uh, with Bang Tango is concerned and everything in between. So remember, if you miss any of the Rock and Roll Union episodes, you can check us out on BOCNation.com or you can also check us out on Spotify, Spotify Apple Podcasts, or wherever you find your best podcast. So, guys, thank you so much. Have a happy Halloween. Make sure you're safe. Practice your social distancing. And uh, we're going to go out tonight with Lady Diesel's Monster. Have a great weekend, guys.